925 Sports Radio 929 the game. Nine o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life changing results, advancedhair.com. Drew Butler and Steak Shapiro, plenty more on the AFC NFC Championship game. Super Bowl set up for Vegas. Taylor's gonna be there. Tay Tay and Travis, no worries. Um, we'll talk about the get off the lawn guys that are all fired up about it, including my 12-year-old who thinks it's a fix. All the, all the little teenage boys have decided that Taylor Swift, they're fixing the game. And did you first. see the video Rusty sent of his daughter? So funny. Never watched an NFL game before last all week. decked out. Decked out. Got the backwards Rudy 87 on her cheek. That was the best That was part. the cutest. <laughs> that was awesome. So if you listen to our show Friday, I think we gave you probably as much insight as any radio station or writer or anybody in the country about why the Bill Belichick deal went south. And it's really not that complicated. Um, there were the Arthur Blank new shiny object that appealed to him incredibly, Drew, which is the notion of bringing in the greatest coach of all time and taking a run at this thing and going to get a quarterback, which you're going to do with Raheem, you would have done with Belichick, you would have done with anybody, and um, kind of shaking up the status quo, shaking up a franchise that's gone 60 years and never won a Super Bowl, shaking up uh, a six-year run where you haven't made the playoffs, and inviting Bill Belichick to come in with all his Im- immense knowledge. And, and we don't know behind the scenes drafting and how much Terry uh, uh, Fontenot would have been involved uh, and, and how much control Belichick wanted. But it, it, it went south when other folks were asked to chime in with their opinion. Rich McKay, Terry Fontenot, um, what is it, uh, Beatles on the business side, just a lot of the guys at the Falcons, uh, whatnot. So... At the end of the day, I would have liked to see Bill Belichick. And the number one reason, I think, is that it just would have been incredibly fascinating. We would have had Sunday night football games. We would have been the talk of the NFL. It would have been a a uh, really bold and exciting move to try to bring in a guy that a lot of folks knew didn't want any part of. But I got the sense as, as we moving along, they were like, if it's going to be Belichick, go get Justin Fields or go get you know Jaden Daniels and let's give it a shot and see what Belichick can do, knowing he wouldn't be around long term. And then other folks get in Arthur's ear and basically say, think about the building, think about the culture, think about long-term. Yeah. None of those things fit for Bill Belichick. So I am disappointed that Bill Belichick is not coming here for the reasons I mentioned. However, and this is the problem, I think, with sometimes sports talk radio in general, I am equally excited about Raheem Morris, and both can be true. Yes, two things can be true at the same time. Those ideas are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I don't have to another. sit and, you know, like, yes, of course, if Raheem Morris is having a three and six season, everyone's going to say that's why you should have got Bill Belichick. You look ridiculous. Uh, and they're going to troll the Falcons, which I don't think we're going to get, you know, I don't think that'll be our record necessarily. Um, it all depends on our quarterback. And uh, and Bill Belichick doesn't have a job because a lot of owners don't want to deal with his, I use the Yiddish term, Michigas, baggage, stuff that comes along with it. So I understand that as well. Raheem Morris could not be more respected. They are not just throwing bouquets. What Kyle Shanahan said about him, what Mike Tomlin said about him is simply— What Les Snead said about him. I mean, you have guys coming out of the woodworks vouching for Raheem Morris. Mike Tomlin saying, I am comfortable saying that he is the best coach that is not a head coach right now in the NFL. And Kyle Shanahan said, like, listen, uh, there's no way to uh, overstate the impact, uh, or Sean McVay as well, the impact uh, of that man and how much he should be running a football And team. reportedly, that was one of the reasons why it pushed the Falcons to make the hire. All the people throwing support behind 
Raheem Morris. You guys had Zach Klein in, I love ZK, on Friday. I wanted you to push him more on the Rich McKay narrative because he put out the tweet and the thread about Rich McKay supposedly having some sort of gigantic persuasive voice in Arthur Blank's ear. You know, you're hearing about him potentially being a firewall on the Belichick hire. And to me, Stake, I just don't see that as the case. Well, First Rich- off, there's no evidence that that's true. There's no evidence that Rich McKay is simply in the building going, we cannot take Bill Belichick because it will be bad for me. Rich McKay. Arthur Blank's the owner of the football team. He was team. already moved out of football anyway. Arthur Blank is making yes. the decision. 100%. You think Rich McKay is going to be like the guy to push no, Arthur Blank no. away from hiring the best coach of all time? Okay. There's other reasons why they didn't hire Bill yeah, Belichick. Yeah. And to me, it comes down to his age. He is 72 years old. They signed Raheem Morris to a five-year deal. You're looking at Bill Belichick saying, in a best-case scenario, could you give us five years? I don't think he can answer the question truthfully and say yes. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd get five years. He said he'd give him five, but I don't think you could feel great about it. Um, Listen, this is not a franchise that has the luxury of passing on Bill Belichick. I agree. In my opinion. I don't care how many years he's giving you. And by the way, that doesn't mean – and. I say that saying the Raheem Morris hire was a really good hire. I think Rich McKay was in his ear. I think Terry Fontenot was in his ear. I think numerous folks talked about his age, talked about his collaboration or lack thereof. They talked about his drafting the last five years. If Arthur Blank did not seek other counsel, then Bill Belichick would be introduced this week as the next coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm not telling you that Arthur should not seek other counsel. But this is the guy he wanted. This is the guy that flew and met with him on his boat. Yeah. This is the guy that he told Bill Belichick, just interview with these other guys, wear the suit, come to Atlanta, get interviewed, and I think it'll all work out. Well, he came and did it, and it didn't work out. And I love the folks up in Boston saying, word out of uh, Bill Belichick's camp. He's very angry with the Falcons. He felt they let him down the road to be the coach, and then they left him at the altar. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You know, we didn't like. We were at the altar of a twenty-eight to three Super Bowl win, and we got left there without a championship. Life is tough. Sorry, first-class problem. So we're supposed to be intimidated by Bill Belichick. Give the Falcons credit. Give the Falcons brass credit. The diligence that they conducted in this search for their next head coach is really unseen around the NFL. What they interview? 15, 17 guys. Nine came in for second in-person interviews. Belichick didn't win the job. What do you want me to say? 404-726-0929. I was on radio in Las Vegas, VSIN this morning. Paulie Howard and, and Mitch Moss on Follow the Money. And they said, what happened? How is Bill Belichick not the coach? And I said, look, he did two interviews. He was on the yacht. He put on the suit and tie. He took questions from Terry Fontenot. He didn't get the job. And Paulie Howard said, that's crazy. That's like making Robert De Niro read for a part. I can now learn you, I can now read you, I can now thank you, and I can now philosophize you. So you're, I'm gonna you. You're talking about that guy having to say, yeah, um, I've done Raging Bull, I've done Cape Fear, <laughs> I did this uh, piece with Billy Crystal years ago, I was also in Casino, uh, anything else? Yeah. Here's my really love to get this next part. I mean, that was like Bill Belichick having to come here. Hey, Bobby De Niro, how would you do in a mob movie? (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking about you. Tell me if you can picture this. You're an aging mob boss in Las Vegas (laughs) that's lost his fastball. How would you do that? that? (laughs) (laughs) 
but it is so true. It's like if you wanted Belichick, you just give him the job. Now, obviously, was he going to give Arthur, up personnel? Was, Who was he going to bring as his assistant coach? It's like I think all of that goes into the discussion on are we going to have Bill Belichick be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? Here's my question. What does it mean? I know in my little company what it means when so-and-so is answering to so-and-so, like on the flow chart and all that company stuff. The org chart. Yeah, like, you know, you've been in companies, all of us have. We have bosses here. There's Mike Connie. There's Rick Caffey. Then there's the big boss over that. When it says Arthur Blank has Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris report to him, that's their direct report. Right. I, I guess I'm trying to understand why an 82-year-old billionaire with a million other interests is now on the football side, although I'm sure the fact is that he's not on the football side. Like, why not just keep it the same? If Rich McKay had Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, why'd you change it? Is that to save face to show you it wasn't a Rich McKay-Bill Belichick struggle? Like, is that how you're proving that Rich was moved out of football anyway? I just don't know why you have to make that public knowledge. I, I'm I'm interested as to why that kind of dirty laundry is being aired out inside the Atlanta yeah, Falcons get... organization. I, I think it's very well understood that the head football coach gets to make football decisions. I think it's also very well understood that the general manager gets to make personnel decisions. I don't know why the Falcons feel the need no, to tell the public, oh, well, they report to so-and-so. Here is our org chart. Right. I mean, he, what you're, what, you're, what does that do for everybody? You're now running Atlanta United, and Arthur now is the guy that on the football side they're reporting to. I think it muddied the waters. Maybe you're taking it. Maybe you're trying to give Rich a, a break because they've been all over him. I don't really get it. Chandler, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What's up, Chandler? Chandler, are you there? Yeah. Okay, you're on the radio, buddy. That's what we're doing. Hey, hey, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you taking the call and everything. Just want to say, you know, uh, my biggest question is, uh, you know, Belichick would have been our best coach, but um, the problem is Atlanta. Um, you know, Morris, why is he getting five years, and uh, Smith only got about two or three? And I know the reason. You know, all the major corporations do the same thing. This is the what, problem. What is that, sir? Sir, sir, what are you? What are you? What are you trying? What are you trying to say? Just say it. Uh, Morris was a minority hire. Oh, okay. So, so you you assume that Raheem keep him up there. You assume that Raheem Morris is going to get five years because it says a five year contract. So the black guy gets five and the white guy gets three. Okay, they. <laughs> There's Arthur Smith never won three games in a row. The offense never scored I, over 30 I, points. I, th- I think he thinks that Raheem was given. I'm sure Arthur was given a four or five year deal also. Dude, being a coach, you get that's guaranteed money. There is nothing about Raheem Morris's resume that says minority. The honor. NFL is the ultimate meritocracy. I, I don't know how many ways that could be described. It is the ultimate meritocracy. If you are good enough, the cream rises to the top. It's as simple as that. Oh, because, uh, what was it, Brian Callahan? Is that his name? Yeah. He's a white guy. Or Dave Canales. That would have been better. Yeah, those guys. Raheem Morris coached in the NFL. Raheem Morris coached both sides of the football defense and offense. He's been a head coach twice, and they rave about him and his personality. It's not a minority hire, brother. And he's not guaranteed five years. He's not guaranteed two years. This he's not is- guaranteed one year. Right. <laughs> What's that mean? He's guaranteed money, though. 
Well, good. So Arthur Smith got his, too. This hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results. When we get back, Lamar Jackson, not a good night for his legacy. University of Michigan trying to build on theirs. Is that one of the toughest jobs coming up in college football? We'll talk NFL playoffs, and we'll talk about the tailgate. Drew's here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Did you know you can listen to the